Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unbox podcast. My name is Reese, and today, uh, a little bit of a break from what I normally do. No commentary, no um, polling updates, just a little list of do's and don'ts for, um, well, what's to do on election day, because today is the day for millions of people across the United Kingdom, uh, in Scotland for the Holyrood elections, in Wales for the Senate elections, uh, in England for local councils, mayoralties and assemblies, and across England and Wales for police and crime commissioners. Millions of people are going to the polls. So, what can you expect when you're there, and what do you need to do when you get there? All that to come on today's episode of the Politics Unboxed podcast. So yes, it is polling day across many parts of the United Kingdom. So what is going to be happening? Well, firstly, we've got polling places open. Um, You can find your local polling place or the place where you're meant to go by looking on the poll card which has been sent to you through the mail or by checking on the gov.uk website by putting in your postcode. They do have a find your polling station um, well, mechanism on there. Um, but they will be open from 7am to 10pm, so chances are they've already been open for a couple of hours by the time you are listening to these podcasts, unless you are a really early bird. Um, so what can you expect when you get there? Well, for a start, you don't need to bring your polling card. Uh, it can help to speed the process up a little bit, so some places recommend it, but it is not mandatory. You can vote without your polling card. Uh, These polling places will be a little bit different. Uh, For people who've been in polling stations before, there will be more signs, there will be plastic screens, there will be a one-way system, and as with just about everywhere nowadays, there will be hand sanitizer. Everyone is expected to wear a face covering inside these polling places unless you are exempt. However... According to the Electoral Commission, no one will be turned away if they refuse to wear one. And if you do forget, polling stations should have some spare face coverings available. In relation to casting your ballot, well, voters are being asked to bring their own pen or pencil in order to keep the process sort of as hygienic as possible, minimising the amount of, of contact available. Uh, but again, if you do forget, there are some pencils which should be available in the polling station for, as I said, those people who do forget. Now, the deadline for applying for postal votes or proxy votes has passed, but if you suffer a medical emergency, you uh, have to take a last-minute trip for work reasons, or you are self-isolated because of coronavirus, you can make the application for a for, uh, sorry an emergency proxy vote at any time up to 5pm on polling day. You can do that by getting in touch with your local council or the authority that is managing your elections. For most people in England, that is a local council. Uh, in Scotland, you'll have to get in touch with regional authorities, I would imagine, and the same for Wales. Now, once you get in there, well, there isn't too much left to do. So this should be a very nice and short podcast for you all. Can you take photographs in there? Yes, you are absolutely allowed to, as long as they do not uh, show the way anyone else votes, or if it 
uh, shows the unique number that is on your ballot paper. Now there will be a unique identification number to make sure they can count in and count out all the ballots, or rather count out and count in all the ballots. Um, so if you have that visible, then that is actually an offence. So the Electoral Commission advises against taking photos inside the polling place. Uh, they do, however, encourage photos from outside of the polling station in a way to encourage political participation and spread the message about voting. So what else are some do's and don'ts for the polling station? Well, if you have a social media account, then you can tell your social media followers how you vote. But again, it comes with the same caveats. Um, photographing the ballot paper itself, you can be fined up to £5,000 or six months in prison. And the same goes for um, revealing how anyone else voted. And that's why the advice is against updating social media accounts inside the polling station. Again, that's from the Electoral Commission. Uh, in order to cast your vote, we need to do put a cross uh, or a tick, but cross is preferred, in the box, nice and neatly within the confines of the box of the candidate for which you are casting your vote. Now, in some elections, you're able to choose by a ranked choice voting system, wherein you put a number one next to your first choice candidate, a two, uh, and some have further on, like a three and a four, uh, but uh, that is not in place for the majority of elections that are taking place uh, up and down the UK. So if you are unsure, by all means check with your local council or the authority that's managing your election. Uh, but chances are, unless you live, well, in fact, unless you live in Scotland or Wales, then you will not be able to vote by ranked choice voting, apart from in the elections for metro mayoralties. Uh, and of course the London mayoral elections and some of the assemblies. Now, if you don't want to vote for a particular candidate, then you can deliberately spoil the ballot paper. And uh, that is uh, sometimes a, a fun little way of getting your own back at politicians. Uh, it is still counted as turnout for voting, which is good. We like to see turnout. Uh, and you can spoil your ballot paper however you so like. Uh, these are recorded, but they will not count for any candidate. Um, you are allowed to sign your ballot paper, and some people do. However, if your name is legible or recognisable, then that vote will be discounted as it violates the principle of a secret ballot. So perhaps against signing um, your ballot papers, maybe. Um, now... <laughs> What else? Well, we know there is a hashtag that goes around, hashtag dogs at polling stations. It normally comes out every election in the UK. Uh, there were fewer at the December 2019 general election, probably because it was a little bit cold out. And there are possibly going to be even fewer out at this year's local elections, just because of the circumstances. But you are allowed to bring pets to the polling station, but animals, apart from assistance dogs, are not usually allowed inside polling stations. What about what you can wear to the polling station? Well, you can wear cl clothes with a slogan on them or an image of a political figure. Perhaps, I don't know, Che Guevara, he had that stencil. 
Um, I mean, not he had that sense, so I don't know how he stands on his likeness being used on capitalist merchandise. Uh, but there is that stencil of a Che Guevara shirt, and the Electoral Commission says there is nothing in law to prevent people wearing a slogan going into a polling station with the intention of voting. However, they should leave immediately afterwards, as campaigning inside polling stations is not permitted. Um, the same goes for actually even talking about the way you want to vote inside a polling station, as it can be construed as trying to have an effect on other voters around you. Uh, with those people wearing slogans or, or shirts with political imagery on them, uh, they should leave immediately afterwards, uh, again around the campaigning laws. There is one thing you're not allowed to wear inside a polling station unless you are the candidate or their agent, and that is a party rosette. Um, in previous years you would have seen perhaps tellers standing outside polling stations wearing their campaign rosettes asking um, for your voter number on your polling card. That probably won't be happening this time. In fact, I don't believe it's happening this time uh, due to COVID. But the only people allowed inside a um, well inside a polling place with a campaign rosette on are the candidate or their agent. Now, interestingly enough, uh, you are allowed to vote if you have been drinking, as long as you do not cause a disruption. So, if you need a little bit of Dutch courage to go down and get involved in the uh, well process of electing your councillors or your um, representatives, then that is perfectly fine. Far be it for anyone to comment on personal choices. Um, you can bring a friend to come and help you vote. Uh, they are allowed to enter the polling station if they are registered at the same polling station, but they are not allowed to enter the booth where you vote. And of course, if they are not registered at the polling station, then it is down to the staff at the polling station and they are perfectly within their rights to refuse them entry. Uh, with children, well, actually bringing children to a polling station is encouraged because it is seen as a way to educate them about democracy. But if you want to let your little five-year-old mark the vote on your ballot paper, no, that is not allowed. What happens, though, if you have marked your ballot paper and you think, oh no, I really actually, I don't want to vote for this person anymore, I want to change my vote. Well, if you haven't put it in the ballot box before you decide to change your mind, then you can change your mind, as long as you inform the elections officer, who will then take in and destroy that marked ballot and hand you out a new one. If, however, it has gone in the ballot box, then that vote is cast. There is no way of that elections officer opening up that ballot box, sifting through it and finding, oh, is this your vote for Joe Bloggs of the Independent Party? Um, there is no way, once you've put it in, that vote is cast. Um, going back onto people who are allowed inside a polling place with you, uh, if you have a learning disability, uh, then you are allowed assistance inside a polling place. Uh, that assistance can, can come in the form of a presiding officer at the polling place, a close adult family member or another eligible voter who can mark the paper for you. Anyone with a visual impairment is able to request a device that lets them mark their own ballot paper, and a large print version for those with poorer eyesight should also be available. Uh, if a voter cannot enter through reasons of having a disability, then the presiding officer may take the ballot paper to them in order to um, make sure they have the right to exercise their democratic voice. Now, 
those are all the things I can think of, all the things that I've found on these various hints and tips website. I've managed to scribble down, I found on the BBC, the government website, things like that. Um, but after that, well, you're just going to have to wait and see as to whether your votes have propelled your candidate to the winning post. So, when will we know? Well, the first council, some of them will be counted overnight, Thursday into Friday. Um, some of them will be counted through onto Saturday, some will be counted and released on the Sunday, and some will go through possibly onto Monday in some areas. So it could be a long old weekend for anyone keeping up with politics. But it will be worth it for the grand experiment that is democracy. So if you have the right to vote, I do encourage you to go out to vote. Uh, have a look at the candidates, make your informed decision. I'm not here to tell you which way to vote. I'm here to give you uh, news stories and maybe provide a little bit of commentary along the side. Uh, which way you vote is up to you and nobody should ever tell you any different. People can ask for your vote. Uh, they can't do that on um, on election day itself because campaigning is not allowed. But um, whichever way you want to cast your vote, cast your vote. But please cast it. Even if you want to spoil your ballot paper, like I said, that counts in the turnout figures towards uh, elections. It shows you've participated and you've said, no, all you parties, you're rubbish. You don't stand for what I believe in. I want something different, something new. And that gives a clear signal. So often we see low turnout levels at local elections. I hope these elections are different. I love to see good turnout. It shows a thriving democracy, and I hope that is what we have in the United Kingdom. Sometimes I'm less sure. Uh, we've seen historically low turnout figures for the last, what is it, four, uh, four general elections. Uh, lowest turnout figures since the early 90s. Um, so, yeah, I hope to see high turnouts for this one um, and that people are engaging with the democratic process and making their voices heard anyway that is all for today on the politics unbox podcast i want to thank you very much for listening uh, if you have any feedback please do get in touch via the instagram which is at politics unboxed sorry politics dot unboxed the facebook which is politics unboxed or the twitter which is at politics you you can also get in touch via email which is politics dot unboxed at outlook.com or you can get in touch through the website which is politics unbox podcast at wordpress sorry politics unboxed podcast dot wordpress dot com that is all we have for today on the politics unbox podcast i want to thank you all very much for listening i do hope to see you all around again soon very soon, in fact, for the next episode of the Politics Unbox Podcast. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.